Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia, and I'm a 22-year-old type A black girl from Las Vegas who just moved to New York City last year to work for L'Oreal as a financial analyst. Hey, y'all. My name is Faith, and I'm a 23-year-old type A black girl from AZ living in Denver working remotely for Cisco as a business analyst. This season is finally here, and we can't wait to share more about our personal lives, working big girl jobs, relationships, and life in general as type A black girls. Hope you enjoy. Hi guys, welcome to this season of everyone. Ooh, not season, I don't know what season I was about to say. Season <laughs> six, episode six. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. I'm like, what day? What day is it? What what season are so, we on? Y'all, yeah. we've had a week to say the very least. Yeah, like a, a rough one. But we'll get into that on Rosebud and Thorn. But we're gonna start off with our and things to mention before we start yeah our 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 class reminders yes. um for one um we are currently on part two of one of us is lying by karen mc i don't know how to say that lady's name yeah but she can write okay the book okay. is really good um hopefully you guys have been reading along with us we're gonna have our second book club meeting this sunday september 10th 8 p.m eastern time and we'll be sending out the link um like two to three hours before we actually have um the meeting and it'll yeah. also be in our link tree so last time we didn't have as big of a crowd as we know as many girls that have joined the book club. That part. So, you know, just make sure that you guys are tuning in, you're keeping up with your reading, and show up for this one because part two has been way juicier than part one. Let me just way, say. Way, way, bro. And I'm finished. Nate, I think, has a few more chapters left. I'm finished. And the notes that I have, I'm ready to share. Oh, yeah. No, like it's giving we're going through and like highlighting the juicy parts. That so part. definitely stay tuned for that. Um, also, just click the link tree um, link in our bio to join our Type A Black Girls group me. Um, we have a lot of girlies in there right now. And we yeah. just started a new hair care thread. So, yeah. you know, if you have any hair care tips, if you're natural or even if you just know some good stylists in your city, <clears throat> cough, cough if you're in Jersey or New York, because that part, you know, I've been having a rough time. <laughs> um, so really just drop any type of tips or stylus that you have in that chat. It'll kind of be like a big forum. And finally, we have our YouTube channel. We're at 152 subscribers. So, you know, we're trying to get to 200 by the end of the season. So we have four more episodes. So please subscribe if you haven't already. And yeah. if you're listening to this on Apple and Spotify, we have this whole episode on YouTube. So, yeah, you know, you can see our faces. <laughs> yeah facts because the, there's there's a lot of we're very emotional people with our faces and just our eyes and our our lips it, it, there's a lot in our in our whole face there's a lot on here um but let's go ahead and get into rosebud and thorn if you're new here um welcome um rose is something good that happened in your week but it's something that you're looking forward to and thorn is something thorn is something bad that happened so it has definitely been a week we also have had a lot of guests so like sometimes our, our, our rbts kind of get thrown away because we have guests and we like to prioritize them Let's go ahead and get into, get started. So over the Labor Day, what was this? What was this? That was Labor. That was Labor Day. Yeah. Over this Labor Day weekend, um, I had told Lola early in the in the summer, hey, I want to go on a road trip. So I was like, okay. I'm like, perfect, perfect. So that Monday before um, Labor Day, I'm like, hey, because um, consistently every month, I'm like, hey, how's the planning for the road trip going? He's like, good. And I'm like, hmm, it just feels like, there's no planning, but I'm like, no, let's, it's not time to be controlling. This is his thing to plan. I'm like, okay, every month, how's the planning going? Good. That Monday, I ask him, okay, where's our Airbnb at? 
You know, because it was supposed to be a surprise, but I was like, it just feels like he doesn't have this. And, you know, Lola is a man written mm-hmm. by a woman for sure. But at the end of the day, he's still a man. So there's some things, you know, I, st- I still got to check on, you know. So I said, hey, is Airbnb yeah. booked? He said, what do you mean Airbnb? I said, oh. I said, "What? where are we going? I said, just run the surprise. Where are we going? He's like, oh, we're going to the beach. We're going to Huntington Beach. I said, okay, cool. Um, Google thought I was talking to her. Never mind, girl. Um, uh, what is it? He's like, I said, how long is the drive? He said, 15 hours. I said, okay, cool. We're going to go to the beach. And then we're going to, where are we going to shower? He's like, oh, I just thought we were going to shower at the beach showers. Show? What? At the at the public outdoor ones? That, that by, said, by, by the porta potties? I, I said, sweet, do you want to? You want to just shower there and then get back in the car and go? He's like, yeah. I said, he said, you know what? I really didn't even think about that that hard. I said, yeah. So we. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had a visual of you guys bringing like, 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 like your towels and your like your dial soap and going to the to the community showers and like, all right, yeah. Let's get this going. Like, let's, what? Let's, let's get it going. Like. He was like, yeah, every time we would just drive to, from AZ to California, that's like a five hour drive, like to Venice or whatever. We would just go there, hop in the showers, get in the car and go, or even just go into the beach, get in the car and go. I'm like, I don't like to be wet. And I definitely don't like to be wet in a car. And if I get my hair wet like that, and so we ended up booking a last in Airbnb. I think I'm unfortunately done with Airbnb after this experience. Okay. Um, now for the Nation Payton, it was Miami. For me, it was this experience. Okay. That Miami thing was nothing compared to this freaking thing. Are you, are you ready for this? So we get there. And so the entrance is like flowers and there's bees and this very eclectic, rustic, hippie vibes. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so the so the so the thing is like and the thing is the house is covered by trees, first off, palm trees. So you can really barely see it. The instructions are go through this gate, turn open this gate moms why did we walk in a dog a dog two dogs are growling at me <laughs> mind you they said there was going to be dogs on the premise but i, premises, okay. but I was like i was like well, I was like are you scared i said first off i'm in front you're in the back like it never like yes i'm freaking scared so i have my suitcase in front of me they're not big dogs, but they're not small dogs they're like like medium but they're like and i'm like um I'm like, ah, and Lola's like, get, get. No. <laughs> so, and then the, the little daughter comes and she's like, oh, sorry. She's only one. So she doesn't listen. No, she, I don't even know how they got out the gate. No, put them back in that gate. Make sure it's locked. Cause I can't be waking up to dogs. Bro, she only one, not big ass dog. <laughs> how much bigger is she going to get? Okay. So I'm like, okay. So we get in there. It's really cute. There's like two little, like, like um pool chairs like like pool layout chairs there it says welcome damian faith on the sign very cute Uh we get in there we gotta like push it because it's stuck moms it gave eclectic hippie camp house moms (laughs) it was mom the the shower was about this big and if y'all have ever seen my boyfriend my boyfriend's a big guy he said the shower was hitting him on his chest (laughs) that's how small the shower is okay mind you if if you were a hippie, they would have loved it. They had they had 
uh, soaps there for people to use, didn't use it. They had water for people to I'm like, I'm not drinking that water in that big old jar. You know them jars that the, like the little country people, they be like this with the little spoon. Yeah, I, guess I, thought like, you meant, I thought you meant like water bottles. Like they had like mason jars of water? Think of like a big, like what people will put in, there's typically spouts at the bottom, but it was like one big thing that you could pour like this, like a big glass one like this. And I'm like, just raw dog and water? I'm not doing that. You could have put any, moms, they had so many things, but I'm like, it's not, this is not a hotel. It's not like, I know this is certified. This could just be random drugged water. Like I have to think of the worst of people. Anyways, I know this is my rose. Rose, we're going to get into rose, but this also encapsulates a rosebud and thorn in, the, in this beach trip. So we get there. Everything's good. We're like, so we take a nap uh, and it's it's very quaint, very quaint, rustic, eclectic. Those are the nice words that I'm using for that. So we get there and we take a nap and I wake up. And I'm like, I want to go to the beach, but they have bikes. And this was the biggest thing. I read it that it was an eight minute bike ride on the Airbnb thing. It was an eight minute car ride. It was actually eight miles, and we bike oh. on cruisers eight miles to the beach. By the time we got there, it was dark. I saw light, the sunset, and nighttime. So I'm literally just pissed off. And when I'm pissed off, I shut down. That's one of Lola's the biggest things he asks. He's like, when you're mad, I need you to talk. And I'm like, but if I'm mad, I'm going to yell, and I don't want to yell at you. So that's kind of been like the thing that currently that we're going through. But going through is strong. I just don't like talking when I'm mad. I, I really, it takes everything out of me because I'd rather just shut up. Let me just shut up and not say nothing crazy. But he's like, I just need you to talk. Okay, now if I'm yelling at you, now what? I don't want to yell. Anyways, we get there yeah. and then I, I just, I'm so irritated. I done scratched up my ankle on the freaking thing. My butt bone is literally bruised. It hurt to take a shower that night. Anyways, <laughs> we yeah, mom. So we just, I relaxed. We talked it out. We played some card games that I brought. and then. We we link. She basically said, "Don't lose these bikes, so people steal them." But we we there was no way we were biking back eight miles. So we wrapped the lock around in this nice neighborhood. The two bikes. We were like, hopefully they don't get stolen. Called an Uber, Ubered back. Then they they talking about guns. Lola's new thing is guns right now. I I don't know. And then yeah, that's a new development. It's, it used to be shoes, then the hats, then it was tech throughout, and now it's guns. I think he's bored. I don't know. Anyways, we get there, um, drive back. They didn't get stolen. He has to push them into our car. Our car is not big, but also our car is not that small, so it was fine. And then we got home, and I'm like, we're supposed to go to a nice dinner. I was like, I just want to shower and sit. I just want to shower and sit. We're so freaking tired. Moms, okay? And I, when I'm going to Airbnbs, I just have like, I just think about Danasia and Kelly. I'm sorry, Danasia and Peyton, like, in Airbnbs. It's just, it's great. So it's a great reminder of my friends, but also I always just giggle at what they would do if they were in the situation. Cause I, so i so I just ordered Lola's in the shower. I just ordered Uber Eats. I ordered some lasagna and Lola's eating. And I see like this really, really small spider on the wall. And I'm like, okay. Like, and I'm like, Lola's a spider on the wall. And I'm, I'm just like, we just got to charge to the game and shake up the clothes. Like I, we're so tired. We can't even try to kill the spider. Okay, so all right, moms, why was I eating my lasagna and a daddy long legs climbed onto the bed? A daddy, a daddy, what? Daddy long legs, moms. The moms, okay. And again, Lola is a very helpful man. 
but he also <laughs> so okay so okay like itching like i'm literally scratching hearing this daddy like... long legs is crawling towards my lasagna i get up, i'm like mama it's a daddy long legs he's like he's like well technically it's not a spider because if you don't, if you don't, for fun facts, okay? He's like, I'm like, that's a spider, that's a spider. He's like, well, tech. so he gets his shoe, mind you, his Gucci shoe. I don't know why he didn't want to just pick up his crop. Picks up his Gucci shoe, puts the daddy long legs in there, and just, he doesn't want to kill it. He doesn't want to kill it. So he just, he just brings it outside and lets it live. I'm like. So it can, so it can repopulate and come back in the bed? Basically, mom's. <laughs> I literally was itching so much. I was shaking out all of my clothes. I was like, I was ready to just buy a hotel that night. And I like the only thing that I, I was itching and I, we had, we were watching Suits. That's currently what we're on. Suits is a really good show if you think, if you think about watching it. And I just stared in darkness because I was just so mad. I was like, I don't even know if I can go to sleep right now. Like I'm itchy. Like I, I, my butt hurts. Like everything hurts. I want to be clean, but I just like, and then, and I'm like, Lola's like, well, you don't even know if those, those bugs were on you last night too. Why would you say that? Literally, why would you say that? I, I, I looked in bed and I said, sweets, I understand that these are the things that go in your head. But at the moment, I need you not to say those things to me because it's not helping right now. Like yeah. that, that was the I'm nicest way I could that. say it. This is not helping at all. So um, next day we uh, woke up. No, no bug bites, but on the, on our way, on our little bike ride, we got bit up by mosquitoes. So we would just ate the frick up, but we got there. We got to the beach. Everything was good. We did TikToks. It was a good little refresher and we got good food and it was just a great solid day. So it was a rosebud and thorn all the way through. I'm just going to buzz through all my other stuff. My sister is here currently and she's here for a week. That's been a great time. Um, I went to two concerts. I went to Bruno Major and Keanu Lede, and I felt really good just about myself. Like I like my sister helped me um, with both of my outfits and just felt really good. Um, but I didn't get outfit on night number two, and I'll tell you that uh, in during the thorn. Um, my bud is I'm doing a hundred days of posting to post every day for hundred days until December thirty first. Starting I think I think September twenty third. And so if I can do that, I told myself I'll buy myself a camera because I've been doing YouTube probably since I was 18. But I was just like, I have so many vlogs in the vault, but I just have no energy or drive to edit them. So between TikTok, Instagram Reels, and YouTube, I plan to post every day, which is freck. But if we're going to do it, we're going to do it. And so I told Lola that, and he's like, right. you can post 100 days straight, I'll buy the camera for you. Even better. Even freaking better because it's like a thousand dollar deal. I love a deal. I love a deal. So um, my thorn, um, even though the Huntington Beach definitely was one, I've been experiencing a lot of imposter syndrome, and it's just like my imposter syndrome leads me to procrastinate. My procrastination leads me to not be fully prepared, and then I get stressed, have a panic attack, and then imposter syndrome. So there's just a lot. I just need to do more prepping. It just feels like I'm never ready, fully ready for anything. So just, it takes, mm -hmm. even though it'll take a, a regular person one day, it'll probably take me three days to prepare. So that's just kind of it. It's just with this new promotion, it's been a lot. It's been like a lot of freaking lot. Um, I am currently in the doghouse because in our, during the concert at Kiana Lede, mind you, that was very sexual. She was doing sexual poses on the little carpet on her stage, like <laughs> missionary, just <laughs> on the carpet crazy 
all the sexual positions you can think of up on that stage, but she sang beautifully. But basically, the reason why it's one of my thorns is because um, we Lola had bought me tickets to see Bruno Major on Monday and Kiana Lede with him on Tuesday. So I was like, okay, great. But I hadn't been taking my birth control on time. So, but I didn't I didn't realize I was two days two days late with my birth control. So I was like, okay, I got Taco Bell because I hadn't eaten dinner and I we didn't have time to eat dinner. I'm like, okay, go there. Um, I felt like I really didn't have much time to get ready because it was like, oh, I didn't have no outfits picked out, but I had to go on my walk. Did I? Okay. If I, if I had to go on my walk, I don't know if we would have been here, but basically I went on my walk, only had 30 minutes to shower, put on makeup and find an outfit. And it was just, I kept on asking him, hey, what about, what about this? Yes or no? He'd be like, mm. And he does this very often, but because I was in such a hurry, I'll be like, okay, never mind. I'll just ask Hope. Like, I was just like, I was very go, 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 go. And then, like, it was just like one thing after another. Like, why are you being so intense? Like, you can, you can just, like, basically, when you get dressed, like, you can just kind of calm down a little bit. I'm like, if I wasn't on 10, we wouldn't have got out there on time or even 10 minutes yeah. after on time. So it was that. And then we apologized. And then I got Taco Bell. But there was still some tension. Then I got Taco Bell. And I was like, okay, fine. Just got a burrito supreme. I don't know what's in there. But I think it triggered me to start spotting and cramping. But I thought it was just Taco Bell in my stomach going crazy. So I'm like, I have this crazy stomach pains. I'm literally in a concert bathroom fighting for my literal life, moms. But like, I'm like, nothing's working. Turns out it was my period. And I was... um. I get triggered when I'm on my period very quickly, more than usual. Yeah. And my favorite song came on. And I was like, oh my gosh, X is coming. Like, this is my favorite song. Lola was like, and I'm like, no, I just love, I just know all the words. Turns out I didn't know all the words. So I was, so I was singing the first part. I I guess I didn't know all the words. And Lola was like, yeah, like sing that song. I thought he was saying it like, you don't know all the words. So basically why are you singing basically? And like making fun of me. And I looked at him and I was like, and during my favorite song, I was just, I just shut down. And he was like, what? So then I was like, Faith, no. just because you have attitude, I need to sing the song. So I'm literally recording just mad. Like, I don't want to be. Like, I'm just hot. Like, I'm. Meanwhile, she, she on stage doing sexual <laughs> positions, like sucking the microphone. Like, girl, you don't got no, not one song that requires all of this. Not one song, but you could tell she was very sexually liberated. So that was just her. So, and then it turns out, so basically, like, he was just like, I don't know why you're being so mean to me. Like, da, 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 da. I check. I ended up being in my period. Like, I was just so irritated or whatever. And Lola was like, I don't think I've ever been this mad at you because, like, I ruined the night. I felt like he wasted money. And I had just been mean to him all night. And I just felt like, like, dang, like, I'm writing my third diary like, dang, I'm the bad guy. Like, I always just feel like the bad guy. Well, not <laughs> the bad guy, Chun-Li. Chun-Li, moms. Literally, I feel like Chun-Li. I'm so serious. And I was just like, I just, I hate being the bad guy because Lola's just such a sweet little man. But it's just like, sometimes I just be getting irritated. I just be getting irritated. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm currently in the doghouse, but he just texted me a very nice message. So I think I'm out of the doghouse. But it's just the longest time, longest time I've been in the freaking doghouse. And I've just been like, so if I did this, can I be at the doghouse? And I'd be like, no. Mind you, he still got me flowers. So even if you may be in the doghouse as a woman, he still needs to do his manly duties. And he did. And he cooked for me yesterday, Nigerian food. So it's not like I'm in complete the doghouse, but it's I'm getting take him. one paw in, one paw out. Yes. So I'm going to take him to the movie that he wanted to see, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And with, <laughs> hopefully by tomorrow, I am I am scotch free. So yeah, yeah. And I know this has been a long RBT, but 
the final thing, I got a really rude message when I was just trying to do my job. And it was just like very, there was no, there was no crumbs left. Like he kind of a little bit ate me up, unfortunately. And I was just like, I have never reached out to my manager so fast. And like, I shared my screen and I was like, he's being rude. And he was just like, ah, let's figure this out. So we basically have a meeting with his manager, my manager, and both of us next week to go over how we're going to communicate in the future. I also sent him an email saying, I need you to treat me like an equal um, and be nicer to me because I'm just trying to get information from you. And if you can't provide me with that information, tell me the person that you can, that can provide me with that information, even though I know he's the only one that can. So it has been a little bit, a lot of a freaking, honestly, the last two weeks have been rough. Right after Mexico, it was, it was, it hit me like a truck. I got real relaxed in Mexico, way too. So, um, yeah, I basically had to make draft an email and it was a little strongly worded because I could be strong. So I threw it in. Cisco has its own chat GBT. So I threw it in there. And yeah, so that's my RBT. It's been a lot, but I'm just going over on over there. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's a little rough over here, too. It, we, I think we're both in the trenches. I'm not gonna hold you. Yeah. Um. So for me, let me just start off with my thorn just to get it out the way because it's, it's been a lot. OK, so I had a similar situation with my period playing games with me. But this one was, it's a lot of different villains in this story, okay? Including Mother Nature. So for one, I get to the airport on Tuesday, right? I'm leaving from Vegas. So this past week has been great because I was in Vegas. I was visiting yeah. family. It was Labor Day. Um, I went to the Vegas Greek picnic. Like, I was just everywhere on, on this past week, right? Um, but then Tuesday, actually, I found out, I think I found out that Monday before that I actually had to work on Labor Day weekend. Did what? not know that. And my manager's like, okay, so we'll all probably log back on on this time. I said, log on. You Did you bring your work computer? I did, thankfully. I, I always do that just in case. Yeah. But I was like, log on. He's like, yeah, like we're still going to be working on Tuesday, even though the company gave us that day off. So I was like, I literally planned a whole flight in the middle of the day because I'm thinking I have the whole day off. Yeah. So I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Da, da, da. He's like, okay, well, you can just do your work in the morning and then log off. I said, not that easy, but we'll try. Okay. Yeah. So I was working on Tuesday and my flight left at one nineteen PST, right? Which is 4 p.m. Eastern time, which is technically when I, you know, I, I should be off at five. Okay. So I was, you know, trying to hurry up and rush and I still had things that I was working on. I was contemplating buying Wi-Fi on the flight to finish up my work. Like oh, I was goodness. just stressed out and I, I thought I had the whole day. So like I was trying to like pack while I'm doing my work and it was day two, which is the busiest oh. day of everything close busiest day and on top of that the flow app gonna go message me is your period late said girl now's not the time like she'd be messaging me at the worst time she'd be like are you cramping right now press for more tips like girl like so i was like bro like my period was not supposed to come soon i don't even know what flow was talking about but i said girl it's not supposed to come today so i need you to pipe down i got other things to worry about right so i i ignored the message and I go back to work and I literally was like, my dad was like, all right, Naja, we got to go. You know, you, you about to miss this flight. I said, I know. So I'm packing and I have my work laptop and I'm bringing it in the car. And at this point, I think it was like, it was like 12. It was like 1145, 1150, 12-ish. Yeah. We're leaving and it's a 30-minute drive to the airport. So he's like pedal to the metal. I'm, we swerving. I'm trying to tie you. Like, it's just a whole thing. And we get to the airport and I go to the checkout, like we're, Mind you, I'm also flying Spirit, which is mistake number one. But it was Again, the only mom? one that had a direct flight. And I don't, oh. moms, this, I, I promised the last time was my last time flying Spirit. But this was the only one that was at a good time that was a straight shot. And I don't like yeah. doing connecting flights. Because I'd rather just fly Spirit for four hours. 
then have my my luggage get lost. So that I was trying. So I literally was like, okay, I'm just gonna fly this one one time, and we gonna let it go. I get to Spirit right, and I go. I already know I'm running late, so I go to the front desk person, and I'm like, hey, um, I know I'm running late. I know you guys have a time cut off for when you can bring in a check bag. I just want to know when that is. The lady gonna look at me and say, well, you sitting here talking to me, well, you can be waiting in line to check your bag in. So what do you think? Well, frick me, huh? I looked at her, I said, don't piss me off. I asked you a question. Like, later found out my period was in fact coming because I would have never said that in normal circumstances. But I was really pissed that day. I was yeah. having it. And I said, don't piss me off. I asked a question. And she, but the thing is, like, I came to her nicely. I was like, hi, yeah. like, excuse me, miss. Like, you know, I'm running late. And she, she, she gonna give me attitude. I said, maybe we can play that game and I'll play it better. Do not piss me off. Like, where do I need to go? Yeah. And she's like, oh, well, you need to be in that bag drop line. So Spirit in the Vegas airport has this automatic bag drop off or like you don't have an attendant doing it. It's like an automated system they have. It takes forever because it don't work. It's yeah. like being on the phone with customer service. Mm. And literally you have to scan your passport or your ID and it has to verify. And then it takes your bag. And if you're overweight, it kicks you out of the line. You got to come back in the line. So the line was like out the door mops. Oh, and I'm like, no way I can wait in that line. So I go to a different guy and I'm like, hi, like, you know, I know that line is very long. I'm not asking to be cutting in line or anything like that. But I just want to know if there's an easier way that I can get through. So my bag can at least get to the plane because they won't take your bag unless it's, I looked it up online because the lady wouldn't answer my question. It was 45 minutes. So I said, I only have like 10 minutes before I make that. Like, yeah. is there any way? Because I can make the flight still if I didn't have yeah. a check bag. It's just getting the check bag in there. And he's like, that's yeah, the man, you can, that's the hardest part. He's like, yeah, ma'am, you can just wait inside this other line, right? So I go and wait in that line. Well, I get to the front and the lady at that desk had an attitude. She said, honey, this is the agent line. Unless you got a question, you got to go back to that, that backdrop line. And at this point, it's literally like that, that amount, that time frame had passed to where I can be 45 minutes. Yeah. So now I go and wait in the backdrop line. And I wait in that for like moms. I don't even know. I'm really figuring out how I did not miss the flight waiting in that line. Cause like 20 minutes had passed and I got to the front and I got, and I put my bag on the bag drop and it said, it's too late to check your bag. And I said, crazy how I already knew that was going to happen, but they yeah. forced me to wait in this line too. So when I go back to the agent line, I'm like, y'all literally caused me to miss this. I came to you before and I told you what my situation is. And they're like, well, if you're not here two and a half hours before your flight, I don't know what to tell you. And they said, well, maybe you can try to get your flight canceled. And I said, bro, it literally has not even left yet. I have time to still go. And I have clear. So I knew yeah. I wouldn't have to wait in the, the TSA line. I said, yeah. I can technically still miss this flight. It's just the fact that you're not taking my bag. Like, just take the bag. Yeah. And they're like, we can't take the bag. And I said, why not? Like, is it, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? So I'm literally pissed off, damp in tears almost. Because I'm like. Yeah, I know that feeling. You know, when like, you just like, you're, you know that something could be done, but they're just having an attitude about it and not wanting to do it. Like literally, I think another girl was going through the same situation because she was also like, can you just take the bag? And they yeah. would not take the bag. So I was like, oh my God. And they're like, the most that you can probably do is try to wait in the agent line and see if they can cancel your flight, right? If you can cancel and change your flight. So that way um, you're not marked as a no-show. Because if you're marked as a no-show, you can't get any flight credit back. You can't change the flight. It's like, they basically just throw your flight away. Oh, wow. So now I have to wait in the agent line again. I wait in the agent line. I get to the front. By now, it's 119. The plane is about to take off. And she's like, oh, honey, um, you know, you should have came here 20 minutes earlier in this line because now you're marked as a no-show. Mm -mm. No words. Mm -mm. 
no no good words at least no holy <laughs> words i was ready to cuss everybody in that every single person out including the man in front of me that tried to cut me he yeah. was the main one about to get it. i said the lines back here sir <laughs> he was about to get it too i was pissed like and i knew i had to be in the office the next day and this was the only flight that would have worked with that like that's the mm-hmm. only reason why I was so stressed. Because realistically, yeah. if I didn't have to do that, I could have just caught a flight the next day. Yeah. I get to the front of the agent line. She's like, I'm sorry, honey. But yeah, like you should have been in this line 20 minutes ago. There's nothing more I can do. The most I can do is put you on a flight tomorrow at 4 p.m. that will arrive at 2 a.m. the next day. Oh, no. Mind you, it's a four-hour, 30-minute flight. And I would have been in the air for almost 10 hours. And I, she said, there's a random layover, 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. the next day. Are you kidding me? No. She said, and since, you know, you've been waiting so patiently, I won't charge you for that one. But it's usually $99. She said, you're not, char- you're not getting no more of my money, honey. I wasn't paying that regardless. What She's talking about, like, she doing me a favor. First of all, you and your dumb coworkers are the reason I'm in this situation to begin with. Because why am I literally playing tag between two lines? That part. Oh, goodness. And while they're in rush hour, the one lady going to say, it's time for my break. I got to go get lunch. Going to take her ass back. Like, I was just, bro, it was so much going on. I call my mom, my dad. I'm like, hey, I don't even know if y'all need to pick me up. But they had just driven all the way back back to the house after 30 minutes, you know, from the airport. Like, a whole thing. So I actually had to go to United, told them what happened. They said, oh, we're so sorry you had to go through that. We got you. And they booked me on a flight like an hour, two hours later. And I ended up flying United. But I still had to come out of pocket and pay like $360 to get on that because it was the same day. To go one way. And Spirit going to say the best you can do is maybe call customer service and see if they can refund you some money. And literally while I was there, I also paid $66 for a check bag through Spirit. And they were like, we can't refund that. We're sorry. Girl, you better put that on as fraud. On oh, I reported, I called Wells Fargo. I said, I have unusual activity on my account. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Like, y'all got, y'all got me messed up. So yeah. I just had a time, bro. I had a whole, I was at the airport all day dealing with this. Just to get on the flight. Still, mind you, Flo had warned me earlier. Flo yeah. had warned me the period was coming. She asked, mm-hmm. did it start? Are you late? Why did I bleed through my pants onto the, the plane seat? Uh, mom's what flow was correct flow was right and i didn't even know i like not a cramp i didn't even get no warning like usually i have cramps before yeah, you didn't even get no warning and there's a guy sitting next to me and he would not stand up whenever i had to go to the bathroom like if i had to get up and do something like i went to go put my get something out of my bag at the overhead he was like he literally there's a there's an empty seat between us he gonna put his feet up like this <laughs> He gonna put his feet up like this. He would not move out of his. He would not stand up and let me out. He would literally just move his feet over to the other seat and and literally like basically do like this move. <laughs> so when I got up, I'm trying to scoot past him, not knowing that I literally have blood on my sweatpants. I'm literally trying to scoot past him, trying to get to the bag. Luckily, it was dark, and I opened that 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 musty um, bathroom door in the air, in the in the airline. And I'm like, bruh, I cannot catch a break. So now I'm in here being Susie the homemaker trying to make a makeshift something with tissue in there. Like, just just terrible. Like, literally terrible. And I landed landed back here at like 2 a.m. and had to go to work the next day. 
It was so bad, moms. It was so bad. Like all of all of Tuesday and Wednesday was just hell, literal hell. Um, but yeah, that was really long, guys. I'm sorry, but I just had to. I had to. I had to. Yeah. That. Um, my my rose is that um at the Greek picnic, right? So, you know, I used to be really heavy into politics. At one point, your girl wanted to be a lawyer. So yes. I was doing internships and stuff with, like, the senator. Like, I was very involved in politics at one point. So I knew all of our state, like, legislators and stuff, okay? So we have one one congressman. I knew he was an alpha, okay? But he's mm-hmm. one of our only black congressmen. And I'm at the Greek picnic, you know, knuck a few buck plan, da-da-da. I turn around. I said, is that our congressman? <laughs> I said, at the Greek picnic? I said, no. where is his campaign manager? Because this cannot be good for the next election. I can't see it happening. It be good. The nasty song came on. Then he made his exit. He, he said, this is probably bad for the image. But I said, you know, that's crazy because I really voted for you. And you over here at the picnic. Like, that really you know, blew me. He just want to have a little fun. He just want to have a good, a good yeah. time. A good yeah. time. I don't blame mm-hmm. him. Me too. Um, also at the Greek picnic, um, <laughs> one of the captains came to me. He said, hey, Shadi, you know. You, 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 you good. You know, you look good. You look good. I look all right, but I think good plus I right equal great. I said, that's not how that math works. But thanks. And he was like, yeah, you know, I've been listening to type A black girls. We got a type B black boy in the house. Moms, wh- why didn't he start with that? Why didn't you start? You should, you would have got way farther with that one. Way. Cause you already know about my life. You already know all about me. So, hey, Bookie. Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> You should have started with that. Um, so yeah, that was crazy. This has been two weeks in a row that somebody's been like, "Hey, give me a public listen to the podcast." Like, okay, okay, period. Um. Oh, and then also my bud. This is my last thing. Um, officially starting my new role on Monday. I've been kind yeah. of been in between roles, so I'm officially yeah. starting my new role on Monday. I am now in consumer products as a still as a financial analyst, but now I'm be working on the HQ side of things. So I'll be yeah. managing like media, advertising, and promotion. Um, and managing those budgets for our biggest brand. Wow. So I'll be now with the Maybelline team, Garnier, Essie, Carol's daughter, and managing Ooh. all their budgets. So Period. bigger budgets, bigger work, but I'm excited. So um, I'll see my whole new team on Monday, I think. So I'm excited to meet all of them because it's a small team. It's four of us, but hopefully yeah. I'll meet the rest of everyone in finance there too. So mm-hmm. love that. Love. And yeah, and oh, and I've been really working on my credit card game, y'all. I just paid for two whole trips with my credit card and oh, came, did not come out of pocket at all. Love. That's so some joke. Shout out the Capital One. If you have not got that credit card already, get that credit card, build your points, and use them towards travel because it really does come in handy. Which one um, is it called? Capital One Venture and the Chase Sapphire card. I, okay. I bounce between those two, but they have really good bonus specials where if you spend like $4,000 in two months, yeah. Or three months, then you get a um, bonus. So, like, That's I got an eighty thousand dollar miles. I mean, oh. eighty thousand miles. Yeah, given to me for spending that. So, yeah. when I did that, I was able to basically just rack up in points, and I just yeah. paid for two trips. So, love. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was a very long RBT. Sorry, but needed. Very much needed. Very much needed. Very much needed. <laughs> um. So let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. So, we have. Especially, I think this year, we've really learned how to mind our business and realize that if it don't got nothing to do with you, there's nothing you can change about it. And we always say, not my circus, not my monkeys. But I think that really mattered most this year because there's been so many instances like with friends and family 
where they're doing something that you might not directly approve of or you got something to say about it, but they're going to do it anyway. And sometimes you just got to let them. Yeah. And so basically this topic is not my circus and my monkeys. I don't know who I heard say this first, but like I really took this on and I say it at least once a day. Uh, but moms, what does the term not my circus and my monkeys mean to you? Um, To me, I feel like it really just means learning when to intervene and when to not. And when, if something doesn't directly involve you, don't allow yourself to get stressed out about it. And I feel like this really applies to like, friends and family for me at least like if my if my sister for example is doing something and you know I'm older sister so I always have protective vibes if she's doing something that I know is not the best for her but I also know that she might need to go through this to learn and experience and become a better person yeah sometimes I have to take that step back and let her do her thing especially if I know she's not going to listen to whatever I have to say you know like realistically you can have other people's best interests at heart and and want them to do well and like you want them to operate how you want them to operate but yeah. if they don't want that for themselves you cannot change that and yeah. so like for me when I go through something like that I'm like hey not my circus my monkeys now of course with family my sister I'm gonna be a little bit harder on her because that is my sister yeah but like for friends at the end of the day we're all grown-ass women if you want to do something and you know you you two know it's not the best for you and I tell you it's not the best for you and you still do what you want to do then there's nothing I can change about that you know, like, yeah, warning comes before destruction. Yeah, unfortunately, it does. And I just feel like for me, it's just like those big sister vibes. Like, I want to protect everybody in my life. But like, we'll get into this a little bit later. But like, it's that's genuinely draining. And for me, what it really helps me because I like to be in control. But you can't control nobody but your own self. So for me, it's like, I remind myself, not my circus, not my monkeys. Because at the end of the day, all I got is me and all I can depend on is me and I shouldn't be having somebody depend on me to make a decision for them because at the end of the day you're going to do what you want to do right and then I'll be I'll be here for as a shoulder to cry on that's just kind of how it is Um, right I'm here to support you I'm here to support from the sidelines I can't be a main supporter consistently because that that is just genuinely just draining like truly um and, and like to go to the next one, an instance where I really took not my circus and my monkeys to heart is when like, I really, would, I love being a fixer. I love being a fixer. I love people to, to calling call me and telling me about their problems. I thought I did until I had a friendship that was solely based off of her calling me and telling me about her problems mm-hmm. and I would be the fixer and I would love to see how I, it would be fixed. But like, if you're in a toxic relationship with your family, with your significant other, um, with work, like. There's only so much I can do until you put your foot down and say, this is enough. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to take anymore. That's really what it is. So I, the, I, ended, I ended up having to end a friendship because we had built our friendship so much on me being the fixer. When it was when I was having a rough time, it was like, you know what? I need to take a step back because I know you can't help me. Mm. And I think, a, a, not I think, a friendship should be very symbiotic. Like, I help you, you help me. When I'm down, you you need to help me be up, you know? Yeah. Um. So being being trying to be a fixer can be very very draining and i think it's a very type a quality just because we love to be in control um but yeah like let me just listen when i need to listen and when somebody asks for my advice i'll give it to them and i still at the end of the day know even if they ask they there's still a high chance that they're not going to listen they just want to hear the good the good the good advice but they they know it's not it's not going they're not going to take it until the final 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 thing happens to them and they're just sick of it it probably three tries until they're sick of it 
after they really voiced their concern. What about you, moms? Yeah, honestly, on that point, I feel like a lot of times I've realized also which which of one of my friends, like they need that advice, unsolicited advice, and which of them just want somebody to listen. Mm, And like knowing that is a big thing too. Like for me, sometimes depending on the situation, I just want to rant. I know what I need to do about it, but I just want to rant to my friends and it's like, I don't want to hear solutions off the bat. Mm -hmm. I want to first just be comforted in a situation. I think a lot of times this is also if you have like guy friends or like males in your life, like if I tell my dad something or like any guy friend or anybody that's a man (laughs) about a situation, they come out the gate with solutions. Like, Well, you need to do this. I need you to just be here for me for a second and then we'll get into that. So I think it's also learning which one of your friends needs comfort versus like, type a solutions but mainly for me like i realize this with my friends that have been in instances with other relationships where they've been dogged out like i had a friend this man dogged her bad yeah and we all told her you need to leave him like there's no instance where this can be fixed realistically and she was like you're right you're right you're right like i'll do that i'll do that and the next call it's like hey girl i went back to him and we had said i need a closure And honestly, as a friend, I want what's best for you. So if I keep telling you, leave him, leave him, leave him, leave him, leave him. And every single call, I'm telling you, you need to find a new man and leave him because he's literally being disrespectful to you. And the 10th time you call me and tell me I went back to him, at a certain point, it kind of gets where it's like, okay, girl, I don't know what else to say. Like, I, you know how I feel about the situation. That part. I cannot give you any more advice on the situation. So it's like... We need to, we've come to a crossing grounds where it's like, I can't help you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still here for you, of course, but it's like, yeah. I didn't give you all the advice I could give. Like, yeah, it's, it's really up to you to make that step and put your foot down and be like, no, I want better for myself. So if they don't want better for them, it's kind of hard for you to keep on pushing your opinion on them because it's not getting through, you know? And it's, and it's kind of hard because it takes a toll on the friendship, I feel like, because like anytime y'all talk, it's probably there's a high chance it's going to come up and it's just like I'm tired of hearing about this man or this woman you know or you know maybe it's a bad a bad friend or a bad co-worker like okay are we gonna fix it or like basically another good thing is do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you solutions that's that's another thing Dammy does to me because he is a man he does like to come with solutions but sometimes I just need a listening ear I know what I need to do but I don't want to do it right now and that's everybody you might not just you might not be ready to to be that man that that is what it is. You might not be ready to 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 tell that coworker cut it out, you know. But it's just like there's it. Only, you can only say it so many times before I be like, I roll my eyes, like, okay, girl. Yeah, and it's like you have to. I give my friends a lot of grace too, because I'm like, you know what? I don't know specifically what that attachment is like, yeah, or what that oh. relationship is like, yeah. Realistically, so it's like I give my friends a lot of grace with that because I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is something in your life that you have to go through to be a better person at the end of the day. So I'm going to let you go through it and I'm going to be here for you. Mm -hmm. But just know that after about the 10th or 11th time of us talking about him dogging you out, it's going to get to the point where it's like, I can't give anything else of myself to you besides just support at this point. Like I'm running out of advice. And it's, it's for me on my end. I'm like, not my circus, not my monkeys. Mm -hmm. And if I see that man, he on my list. Oh, he on the list. I don't like him. I'm going to be cordial. But it's like, realistically, it's very hard when you know somebody has been rude and disrespectful to someone you love. Mm -hmm. And now you got to look at them and watch them act like everything's okay. But it sucks that, you know, you'll never be in that relationship. And at the end of the day, most times, no situations, they do not end up leaving them. So you just kind of have to be that bystander in that situation sometimes. Yeah. 
unfortunately. That that's a very hard pill to, pill to swallow. It just feels like this past year we've swallowed a lot of hard pills. Like just mm-hmm. life is adulting is a lot, and nobody could prep you for this. Nobody talks about the stuff that happens. It's like, girl, what's going on? This this is real. The worst part, like, that's a good point because the worst part is that I think when we were younger, like in college and high school, the issues we were going through was not like, this is real life. This is grown folks at the table type shit. Like, that part. this is not, no, like, like I realized a lot of the problems we went through in college and high school were very minuscule in comparison. Like, these are now real life details, like marriage, babies. Shoot, like, she gonna marry that man. You know, oh, he didn't die. You her. know what he's done. There's really no going back. And I feel like your friends won't forgive him, but you will time and time again. And so you can't. Oh, and sometimes, and you know what? I think we've all been in that point where we don't listen to the advice that's given to us. I've been in that situation, which is why I have so much grace towards my friends if they are in that situation. But I think also sometimes if you are the person, if you're the culprit that you know, you bring in that, that person up every single call and it's not getting any better. I think sometimes you have to take upon yourself to realize, is is this something I need to share? For me, with my family and my friends, if if I know I'm not ready to share and I know I'm not ready to cut that person off, I actually hold that in and I yeah. reevaluate why I couldn't cut them off first before I bring it to my family and friends. Like yeah. if I'm talking to somebody and let's say they do something that really hurts my feelings, but I know I'm not ready to leave them and I know I'm probably going to forgive them for it. I don't tell my mom. Oh, because the mama? hmm it's wraps. Once I tell yeah. my mom, it's wraps. And I know that she does not forgive. Out of everyone in my inner circle, she for sure is not going to forgive you. And she's going to bring it up every, every time. time she gets it. Yeah. So it's like, if you know that about your friends and your family, I think it's also kind of a like a self-awareness of knowing that and realizing I don't need to bring this up because I know I'm not ready to let go. So I'm going to work on that for myself. And when I'm ready, I will bring it to those people. Yeah. I would also say, get that diary. I'm trying to tell you, dear diary, and you just just go. Your hands are going to hurt. But if there there are those things that you know you're going to forgive him for, but you'd rather just keep it in and just make fingers crossed that your friends, your friends aren't going to forgive him. for. They have a laundry list of things. So if you don't want to ask that laundry list, write it in your diary and it will feel like a release. I've been trying to write in my diary every single day. And I've been like, what am I even talking about? But I'm like, I need to get all these thoughts that's in my head out so I can continue my day and it's not just ruminating up here. So I, I will say yep. getting into devotionals and journaling has been one of the best things that I probably, it's definitely healing my inner child too. Cause I feel like dear dumb diary vibes or like Moesha. That's kind of what it feels yeah. like. Yeah. No, literally it's giving, um, uh, what's nerd diary. What, what was that one? Like, it was like a comic book. It was like the comic book version for girls of Diary of Wimpy Kid. I think that's Dear Dumb Diary. Dear Dumb Diary. That yeah. one. That used to be I my girl. Those, those books hit hard. Oh, that No, that, literally. And Jenny Jones. Jenny. Yeah. Jenny, Jenny was on something <laughs> for sure. That's yeah, my she, girl. She was just hot all the time. She was just like, she oh, was. And I was like, why is she so mad? But then I grew up and I got it. I understood. But like, honestly, on that point too, like, are you the type of friend that's gonna give your advice no matter what? Or are you gonna kind of let your friend make their mistakes on their own and then kind of be there afterwards to support? Like, which approach do you feel like is like your natural tendency? Because, I mean, if we're talking about these past 23 years, I'm going to give my input every single time. Um, But now starting in this three, four month, four month journey of not my circus, not my monkeys, I've just kind of been like, 
depending on what you tell me is how I'm going to follow suit. Because it's just like, okay, is it physically or emotionally abusing? That's more so when I'm like, I have to say something because if I don't and they come out of this, they'll be like, you thought that was okay for them to do with me? So I just, it, it's kind of like that. What does that mm-hmm. aftermath look like? Because it can be really, really bad. And it's like, why didn't you tell me? Like, unfortunately, this has happened. It's like, well, I mean, you was love blind. So, I mean, you you wasn't listening to nobody. You know what? You wasn't to that heart. Okay? And that other bodily organ. You was, right. not, you was not worried about me at all. I, I could have said, I won't be your friend if you go to this man. Okay? Bye. Because realistically, sometimes it sucks, but your friendships sometimes take bottom rank when you're so infatuously like just in love with this person. It sucks, especially if you have like love t- soul ties. It's, it's a little bit of wraps. You got the love blinders on and it's really hard to take them off. Freck, it's freaking hard. Actually, they don't even come off. They, they just, they, they stay there permanently. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's. That, and it depends on the friend. It also depends if they listened to me in the past and my advice. So that kind of like, let's look at historicals. Mm-hmm. Taking us a corporate approach. What does historicals look like? Yeah, that that's kind of, what about you, mom? Yeah, for me, it depends on the severity of the situation. Like if if it's like like you said, like if, if, if you can beat on yeah. or emotionally abusive or just things that you can't come back from realistically in a relationship. Yeah. Even if it's in a friendship, like if it's stuff like that, for one, you know where I stand on that. Cause I'm gonna let you know mm-hmm. Two, I'm, I'm gonna be there to support you. And we have to come up with an action plan. And realistically, I'm going to hold my friend accountable for trying to get out of that situation. Yeah. And I'm gonna hold myself accountable for helping them do that. Like yeah. it's going to be a two way street. Cause I'm going to take it personal. If someone's hurting my friend, cause I'm like, yes. I now I'm protective. Yeah. So it's like, realistically, I'm gonna do everything I can to help them out in that. And I'm not going to be quiet in that situation. Now, if it's something small and minuscule, like that you can't really control, like, but is not going to affect them in like two to three weeks or, or two months, then yeah. okay, cool. You know, we're going to talk about it. We're going to let it go. But yeah. we're, but if it's something that's like very big and you can't overlook it, like, I think that's honestly the point where your friend needs you the most and you have to speak up because mm-hmm. you being quiet in that situation just hurts them in the long run. Yeah. And they might not want to hear it, but they need to. Because they, they know they know that you love them and you're not saying this is to spite them. It's like, no, like, moms, you, mm. gotta, you gotta stop this. This is not okay. This you is, gotta this come is, from a place of love. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a, I, yeah. I knew it. I told you so. It's very much, you gotta be, it's rocking on eggshells because they're already in a very emotional state. Yeah. And, and I think it's also in learning, knowing how to manage emotions as a friend, like, are you the type of friend that if something goes bad in their life, you're like, well, girl, why'd you do that? Are you in a place of blame or are you in a place of helping them? Because like, how can I help a you? A lot of people, I think, right. And it's like, also, if you are getting advice and you feel like your friend is coming to you like, well, girl, I told you so. If, if she's doing that, you might want to also reevaluate that friendship because yeah. it might be some super animosity there. Because if someone is acting like they got a one up on you because you're going through a bad situation and they feel like they told you so. Yeah. Why am I in a vulnerable place and you're using this as a place to gloat for you and be like, oh, well, you know, like that's insane. Yeah. So that might make you want to reevaluate. Is that person really your friend? Because why are they not helping you? Facts. At the end of the day, friends are there to for a listening ear to be like, yeah, girl, you was right. Also. And also, yeah, you might have been a little wrong. 
and you know the kiki mm-hmm. but also they're there and as we get older the friends friends become way more important as the years go by because it's really mm-hmm. about that quality and fostering really quality re- friendships will really help you in relationships and those tough times even friendships work relationships like friends are really there for you like there's no tomorrow like through it all maybe even better than some family members so really make sure your your girl group is is solid and can really help you when you're at the top but also when you're at the bottom and you're feeling like nobody will understand what I'm going through no exactly like I think we've spoken on this on a previous episode like having especially black female friendships as a black woman will literally change your life like strong ones like if you have that I feel like you have an army behind you and it's really hard to come by to find like girls that you really do click with and you get along with and you know you'll be there regardless and not just like party friends or friends you go out with like friends that will be there in any single instance in your life mm-hmm. it's few and far between yeah no absolutely freaking lily um so a few other friendship related questions because i know this episode is already long but this is this is a very important topic especially for our type a girlies um if your friend has a friend breakup how do you handle the person they fell out with do you have a that has nothing to do with me approach or i hate them to approach so this is kind of a like, do I speak on it or is it not my circus, not my monkeys? Yeah. For me, I'll admit when I was younger, like I would say like middle school, high school age, like it's honestly coming from a very people pleasing era in my life where like I was like, oh, like, you know, like I don't want to fall out with everybody. Like, you know, my friend isn't like that girl, but do I not like her? Like, oh my gosh, she yeah. did anything to me. How do I operate? Like we're in the same class together. Like it was a very confusing time. I guess me personally, maybe some of y'all can relate. Like I just didn't want to feel like I had enemies with people. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to have, I just want to be nice to everybody. I want to be everybody's friend. Like, I don't want to feel like I have like, oh, I can't sit there because that girl don't like me and she don't like her. Like it just felt like it was too much. Right. And yeah. especially in school, it's very, it's very catty like that. But as I've gotten older and stopped being in my people-pleasing era, like, I, I could genuinely not care less. Like, and I really, really value my friendships even more now because they are so few and far in between that you get a really good friend, you keep her. Yeah. If my friend, if you have did something do- wrong to my friend, if you dogged at my friend or you've done something, like, out of character or something that's disrespectful to them, I'm right or die for my friend. I don't yeah. like you by default. Yeah. Facts. That's, that's like, I don't care. And honestly, yeah. you... I'm not talking to you either. Like, I'm not going to sit here and smile on your face. I'll be cordial. I'm not going to go up to you and like, you know, cuss you out or anything. I'm going to be cordial, but it's also like, I know what your character is like. And I don't need you to do the same thing to me to know that you're a bad person. That part. I got it. You've proven yourself. If you can do that to my friend and someone I love, I'm not giving you a chance to do it to me too. Just so I can be like, oh, well, you were right, girl. Like, no, you got it. Yeah, you got it. You got it. For me, it's really I'm going to stick beside my friend and I pick good friends and I trust their judgment. So if they don't like you, I don't like you. I really don't like you. Secondhand hate. like Oh, (laughs) and it's it's probably worse than the friends. Friends hate because you're just like, why would you do my friend like that? Like she didn't do nothing wrong to nobody. And I know she didn't. Like, ugh. It's making me mad to think. I mean, Literally, and I would say the only place where it does get a little weird is if it's a friend group breakup. And now oh. it's like, that's the only place where things get messy because yeah. it's like you were all friends first, you know, and then like now she don't like her and now they beefing and choosing sides. 
that could be its whole episode on its own, to be honest. But I think if it's someone that you do not know and your friend is having a fallout with that person, like there's no reason for me to go up to that person, be buddy, buddy with him. Hey girl, you want to go out and get lunch? Like that's, that's fake to me. Oh, that's, that's a punch in the other, in the other friend's face. Cause what? Yeah. Lunch? Yeah. Or posting with them. No. Mm-mm. Liking pictures under their comments. No. no. Comments? That takes effort. You went out of your way to do them three hard eyes. No. Mm-mm. That, that, mm-mm. you're not mm-mm. my friend. You actually hate me. <laughs> no, literally. Hey, like you. you, you <laughs> yeah. Clear as day. You hate me. Um, yeah. Final question, uh, moms. Where do you draw the line between not my circus, not my monkeys, and it's time to intervene? Um, honestly, kind of like what I said before, is my friend like physically in danger or like, I see this affecting her longer than just a two week us being mad about it type of thing. Like, yeah, realistically, is this something that can affect her and carry with her for years? Then yeah, I'm stepping in intervening. And I think at the end, the long run, they'll think also thank you for that. If you do step in and be like, you know what, I didn't want to hear that, but I needed to hear it. And I'm glad you said it. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's fine. Physical abuse, emotional abuse. I mean, an emotional abuse is kind of hard because it's like they might be, they might not be telling you both sides, you know, but also financial abuse. Yeah. Like, is this man taking your money? Is this man not paying, paying the bills? Is this man just using you for your money and just sitting there, just chilling in the house? Like, you know, we, we got to step in because the money doesn't grow in trees vibes. We got to be both contributing. To that, that's uh, my Never movie. did. We gotta get it together. We did you even ask if you want to pay a bill? We no. Got, we got to get on our Zoom Constant. immediately. We gotta get in that Google Google, Google Meets even that <laughs> something. Get get in the Google 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 Suite. Get in the Google Sheets. Who's paying what? Oh, he just wanted to play the two K and make and have you make him sandwiches. Uh, I don't like that. It's cell vibes. It's cell vibes. I'm telling it's you. Cell vibes. Like, but honestly, even outside of that, because sometimes there's some relationships where it's like that's their norm, and you can't even step in on that. Like, no, no, not even, not even the not. Everybody gonna have their norm, of course. I'm talking about he is taking advantage of her, or she's taking advantage of him. Oh if it's yeah, like that. Yeah, y'all, y'all gonna do what y'all not parking watching. I'm, I'm not my circus, not my monkeys. I got what I got over here, and y'all got what y'all got over there. But if he's is he, if he's embezzling? I know we're just making up scenarios right now, but what? If you take money out of your wallet, embezzling is crazy. Hey, you woke up. You woke up and the twenty was gone. That's embezzling. <laughs> That's fraud. I don't know. What to Credit card fraud. <laughs> yeah, taking out a loan in your name. Like, there's so many things that men, I'm sure, have done, and oh, women yeah. are going to take to their graves. I, I, I would love to know what women are taking to their graves because even the the things that the girlies aren't taking to their graves is horrible. I was going to say, I've seen some things on TikTok where I'm like, you couldn't you could, waterboard that information out of I me. was just about to say that. My, it would have stayed in this. And I'm overshare. It would have stayed up here. Yeah. Luckily, I don't got nothing I'm taking to the grave at the moment. It's pretty little liars vibes. I don't have nothing I'm taking to the grave. No. Not at Not the on moment. wood. Let's hope and pray. You know, it, it definitely got real embarrassing during high school. I mean, sorry, during college. Well, both. But specifically college but i mean all my friends now like it's not like anything yeah. there's nothing taken take take it to the grave at the moment 
Yeah, same. And honestly, anything that I would have thought was take to the grave, I already told on the pod. So you can go back and listen. Like, fail talking stages are there's some great things in there. Girl, I had a man running to my car because he said his neighborhood was dangerous. Why was I picking him up for the date? Beats me. Yeah, tune into Phil Talking Stages Part Two and Part One. Honestly, very, yeah. very crazy. Yeah, I had a man oh. tell me he didn't think slavery existed. Like, and he was fine too. He was dead ass. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fine too, but dead ass, just fine and dumb, just the bad. Fine ones, from what I've heard, are actually insane. The fine ones be stupider. Yeah. They- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I said that at the stupider and even worse, but you know what I mean. Yeah, the final ones be 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 the craziest. Literally, just dumb. Just shut up. Sit them lips. Shut that mouth up. I'm telling you, it's all good till they open that mouth. Shut. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're getting off track. We get yeah. a little now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, guys, I mean, that's really all we had for this topic. Like, we just kind of wanted to give a PSA to also the girlies out there that if your friend or someone you love is doing, making choices in their life that you don't necessarily agree with, you can give your two cents, but just know that not my circus, not my monkeys, you cannot stress yourself out or control their actions. Absolutely. Unfortunately. Yeah. It is Unfortunately. What it is. You know, it's which is very hard for controlling type A girlies, but it's kind of the life we live, so. Facts. Um, we're yeah. going to go ahead and get into affirmation of the week. And we have like, we're going to do, why would you say that? Slash pop culture, because it's needed for this week. Um, but affirmation of the week, moms, what's the affirmation of the week? Affirmation of the week. If y'all haven't guessed it already, not my suckers, not my monkeys. It's just that Let simple. It and honestly, charge to the game. I've been charging bro, so much to the game. The game? Bro, my game credit card. That tab is over. Just got, got fees on fees. Like, no. I've been running that card up. Charge it to the game. Charging to the game has been one of my best things. Like, it, not my circus, not my monkeys, and charging to the game really has changed the life that I live. I'll tell you that right now. It literally stops me from overthinking. I'm like, you know what? When I was in, when I was in that, dealing with that spirit lady, and she was playing in my face, I said, charge to the game. Just, that was a hard charge to make, because I wanted to charge her. But I said I'm a charge to the game instead. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, charging to the game uh, definitely does help when you have like an adult fund for like when things like that do happen, or like a savings where no. you're just like, you know what? I'm grateful that I have savings that I can dip into. You know, kind of having exactly. more of a grateful mindset instead of like, dang, I got to do this. Like, I wanted to save up for this. Like, at least you had that money. At least I, yeah. Thank, thank God I had that money to to pay for that flight. Cause, yeah, work the next day was actually crazy. But that whole story was probably that. That's definitely in top ten type A cr- black girl craziest stories for sure. Down bad moments for sure. From the legs to the bleeding to the rudeness to the line switching. There's a lot to the crying in the airport. Like I was really like going through. That's it. the worst crying at the airport because you either missed your flight or you're about to. That stress wouldn't wish it on anybody. Not even my worst, not even my worst enemy, not even my friend's worst enemy. Okay, um, and that's saying something. That's saying a lot. That's actually saying a lot. We're gonna go ahead and get into why we say that, but it's really just gonna be on this one topic. If you've been on TikTok, heck, even even social media, and you, it, 
if I say booty crack, what do y'all think of? In insane intro, mind you. But I don't if you if you've been living under a rock, okay, there is this couple. I've I've learned all this this week. There's been this couple that got married. Moms, please give them an intro. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what their names are, but if, if there's there's this couple, right? I, I'm assuming they're two influencers or like so they, um they met on Tyler Perry Studios. One of the I think the girl is on the BT all this from this week. Not I think. She's from the show Sisters on um or Sisters, I don't know, on BT Studios. Tyler Perry was there. Yeah. At the it, wedding. And the wedding was giving Tyler Perry esque. It was giving a Tyler Perry play. So yeah. to lay it out for you guys, the videos that we've been seeing is this couple coming out. I guess it's at the reception and they're like singing and dancing. When I tell you guys, it's giving Tyler Perry production. Like I'm just imagining what the guests in the crowd were going through because they were being so extra. Like, like the girl and him both had a cape on for some reason. I think <laughs> part of hers was her train, but he had a legit cape on a legit cape on. And they're both singing like no mic, just, karaokeing live somebody on tiktok was like if you're gonna give us tiktok dances i need 10 10 10s like i need your cack to boom and i'm like cack to boom is crazy like i need (laughs) i need a boom cack for real and it's like if you're gonna lip sync i need a lip sync not just lip she was just lipping kj smith that's her name that's the bride's name and sky black if you want to look and she apparently he used to dance for beyonce crazy oh. but he used to dance for beyonce so okay. when she did a performance she has on a beyonce look at jumpsuit and she's doing a like let me dance for you type of choreography <laughs> guys it looks like something straight out of a movie and i love i love weddings but this is one where i was like i actually would not have a good time at this wedding because they are doing too much moms there i didn't see a single plate how long were they waiting for everybody to dance and sing a talent show but just them it's literally a talent show but just them two and i just want y'all we're gonna post these videos on the story so y'all can see how awkward it is because we're not making this up like Mm -hmm. and you're coming from two people that love weddings and love love. i have a wedding folder bro oh goodness like of just cute stuff i'm like that's a cute yeah Yeah, i I do i also you know i'm i have a tiktok folder as well all of them all the tiktok but i'm just sitting here like could we get it was the the ceremony was no phones so we didn't really get nothing over there but the reception i'm talking about phones and the thing is why did the photographer post that man's booty crack out like did they approve it from the photographer's tiktok mom a lot of okay we gotta we gotta explain the booty crack okay so one of the videos you know the garter removal okay yeah i've never liked the garter removal personally i don't uh uh-uh as a kid, I would go to weddings, and whenever they do the garter removal, I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't be watching this. Like, why are you up under her dress? Never. And they always do a little bit too much while they're under yeah, there, too. Like, like, I know you're doing a little, yeah, you're moving your neck. You're doing too much, right? <laughs> so when he did it, um, Sky, when he went down to do hers, he did a little, tw- a little twist and spin, a little two-step. <laughs> and when he bends down, his whole ass crack is out. Like, his shirt lifts and his whole, he didn't have no draws on in his own way. <laughs> raw dog in a wedding is so insane raw dogging a wedding wedding pants with no draws on <laughs> <laughs> so it begs the question did she have draws on 
Because, I mean, they really are a match made in heaven because they are both very extra. Like, just oh, both of them are no. the brass dolls. It was Battle of the Brides. Deadass. No, it, it was giving main character syndrome on both their ends. And I'm just yeah. thinking, but I, I just couldn't get past. Once I saw the, the pants fall and the ass crack come out, I <laughs> couldn't watch anymore. I said, I don't know how I was supposed to mute a, a word on TikTok, but I need to Mom, mute It was like, I watched one and every the other one was just, and I'm like, how am I seeing this at different angles? How long was this reception? I need timestamps. Y'all, when I tell you, like, like I think at the end of the Goddard removal video, they, like, do a position. Like, it just, it, did you see that part? Like, a position. Hold on. I'm going to find it. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm literally watching it right now. Like, he pulls off the garter. Yeah. And then they're, like, making out. <gasps> making out. Like, yeah, they're making out. And then, look, he literally acts like he's, like, In front of the family? If you guys are watching on YouTube, I just showed a clip of what just what, what happened at the end. He was in front of the family. In front of the grandma. In front of Tyler Perry. In front of Tyler Perry? No. Ain't nobody getting hired after this. Nobody. They did get a lot of publicity. I'm sure more a lot of people their their that viewing of sisters skyrocketed. Oh, probably. This yeah. might have all been planned. But might literally. Have. You guys just go through and just watch the clips from this wedding because I've never seen this many angles of a wedding and it's all from the official photographer. So yeah. think about this is this is like stuff that they probably vetted to have posted. So imagine what's not being posted. <laughs> we've already um, seen this man's ass. I just want them to make an official statement on why they did all that. <laughs> I just I, I need to understand the why. Like even though it's not my circus on my monkeys, like I had to look at I had to attend the circus virtually and you know i really do want the best i want him to get a underwear brand deal because of this please fashion over men please come through please i ask you one thing for the loom i'm coming to you i'm coming to humble humble serving (laughs) i don't ask for much (laughs) get that man an underwear deal please okay some draws bro where's tommy when you need him no draws tommy tommy Tommy, he'll figure it out. Oh, insane. <laughs> I'm like, Tommy Bahamas. Tommy Bahamas. Isn't that a oh. restaurant? I thought that was a clothing brand. It sounded like it got real good food there. I don't Ooh. know. I just can't put my, I don't think that's a restaurant. Girl, okay. I, I know, we know this has been a long episode. We're only going to do one while we say that we actually got an update. And this is honestly probably the best update that we've ever gotten. Actually, we this is the first update we've ever had. Yeah, and this is one that we really wanted to know more about. So we really appreciate her telling us this. Um, yes. So if you guys listened to the last episode, um, we gave we had we had somebody tune in and say that they had a long term six year relationship and she felt like out of nowhere she was having problems down there and she was feeling itchy when she was having sex with her boyfriend and she didn't know where it was coming from and whenever he brought it up. Whenever she brought it up to him, he would shut her down. Yeah. So for context, if you want to go back and listen to like the last 15 minutes of our last episode, yeah. we talked about this, right? Yeah. So um, this girl gave us an update. Thank you so much for updating us, girl, because we were yeah. stressed out for you. Yeah. She said, update, thanks, moms. I went to the doctor and turns out he gave me an STI. I also found out I was pregnant at the appointment. Six years down the drain, he refuses to go to the doctor to get treated and he's still in denial. I didn't tell him I was pregnant because I don't know if I should keep the baby. However, I started packing my things and he got very angry and punched a hole in the wall. 
He has never been this way ever. I did get really sick last year and our, our relationship got a little rocky due to me being in the hospital for months. Anyways, I am very embarrassed, but lucky I am financially able to move out on my own. Thanks again. Yeah, this was... Uh... We are so sorry for one. Yeah, like, moms. He, he is on the list. He's on the top of the list. Oh, he's on that list. We well, I don't even know what to call that man. He don't even get a name. He don't get a name. No, he's not getting names. Like, you deserve so much better. Like, we don't know if this is a situation where, like, you already have a plan, but we wanted to give you some, like, pointers. And for anybody else that might be going through something similar or just, yeah. like, a heads up, honestly. Like, for one, if you do decide to have that baby, make sure that man is on child support. He needs Back. to pay. Like, yeah. make sure that you take him to court. Mm-hmm. And also make sure that you're, as I already assume you are, like if you're weighing your options and you're starting to have the baby, like doing all the necessary checkups to make sure the baby doesn't have an STI as well. I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how that works depending on the yeah. type, but I know that sometimes depending on what it is, the baby can have side effects from that. So I hope that all is well with the baby if you decide to keep it. But if you don't, yeah. I hope you're doing your research and weighing your options because having a baby with a man who for one cheated on you and gave you this and put you in this predicament. Like, yeah, I feel like it's, it's hell, you know? Yeah. And I would, I would say, but if you do the other side and you, and you go um, do an abortion that also is physical and mental turmoil. Um, so I would just say definitely weigh those options, but it's like 18 years. If you want to be a single mom, do it because my mom did it with three. Like it's absolutely doable, but it's just really build that, Start cultivating that village because you're not going to want to do it alone. And it really does take a village, even if it is one child. You're still going to yeah. be pregnant. You still got to have people take you to these um, appointments. Like you want, you don't want to be alone. So definitely start co- fostering a community because it's going to be extremely important. Um, whether you do have the baby or you don't, either way, you're going to, you're going to need that community. Yeah. And honestly, put your health first right now. Like for one, you're already dealing with the STI and whatever else is going on in your body as a side effect of the pregnancy too. So make sure you're prioritizing your health first, what you got yeah. going on first. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you spoke to him or told him, but I feel like definitely make your decision on what you want to do before you speak to him. That way, whatever yeah. lies or whatever he spews out will not impact yeah. what you want, you know? Absolutely. Um, but moms, we are so sorry this happened. Like, thank you for telling us, but like, Thanks. we really... Like when we saw this, we were very upset and like, we're really praying for you. We hope that everything works out and keep us posted on, you know, any future updates too, because we want to know. Yeah, but, no, absolutely. Ooh, that, that really pissed us off when we saw this. Cause that man, a first class seat to hell. Per- prison adjacent for sure. I feel like yeah. any man that lies should, especially about uh, diseases, should be go to prison. That, yeah. I feel like that should just be, you know, done Standard. and done. It's lit- yeah. literally, literally, literally the standard. No, literally sent into the slammer. Um, yeah. We wanted to say that one. We have a couple other calls that we'll get to next episode, but this one was the most time sensitive. So yeah. we'll get to the rest next week. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we just wanted to address that too, because it really, yeah, this, I think this was the most, um, I don't even know what the word is calls from the request line that it was like, we have to do with this episode. Like, I don't think we've ever had something that was like time sensitive. I'm, we're just so proud of you for going to the OB because that could be scary. Like you didn't know what was going to happen, you know, right. but it's better to know then than to know down the line and you really can't make your decision. You just kind of like kind of have to keep that baby, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so definitely. We're really proud of you. 
weigh your options for sure. And just, you know, thankfully, I'm really happy that you said you're also in a financial position to where you can handle yourself. That's a huge yes. thing. Facts. So, you know, however you decide to sway, we're here to support you. Facts. Um, you got, you got two friends in us. That part. Okay. So you just, you just keep on doing calls and request line if needed DM us. Like if it's really that like day of pertinent, um, yeah. cause we'll, we will always answer our type A black girls DMS. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, any, any life threatening things, please like that's the police. Like that's not calls and request line, but like things like this, like we are so happy that we've fostered a community to where you feel comfortable coming to us with this and trusting us with what we say you should do. Right. Yeah. And we really do take responsibility of like knowing that what we say on these calls, like we really do mean it. And we try to do as much as we can to give you the best advice possible. We're not lawyers. We're not doctors. We can't give any type of advice like that. But like realistically, we we try to steer you in the right direction. So we trust y'all and y'all trust us. And we love that. So thank you guys. And if you have any questions that you want to submit, as always, like the link is in our bio and we're here for you guys. Absolutely. Um, but that was season six, episode six. We got four more and um, we'll freaking go from there. We love y'all yeah. and we'll see y'all next week. Bye guys. See you later. Bye.